powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Lincoln, 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 bo bingan, banana, banana, bo bingan, feet, fine, mo minkan, Lincoln. They say this cat Lincoln is a bad mother. We're just talking about Lincoln. Cincinnati. Welcome to 1230 WDBZ. We are the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, the Lincoln Ware Show till one o'clock this afternoon. It's Wednesday. Yes, it's Wednesday and uh, man, there's a lot going on everywhere. They did find the guy, they arrested the guy uh, who uh, cut down the Jackie Robinson statue. Remember that few, a week or so ago? Yeah. They caught the guy, and they say more arrests are on the way, and that's good. Man, couldn't believe that they did that. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, uh, you know, we've got Spot Shotter here in Cincinnati. Spot Shot, I mean, a Spot Shotter, Shot Spotter. I always say Spot Shot, Shot Spotter. We've got it here in Cincinnati. And Guess who's not going to renew their contract for the shot spotter, the city of Chicago. They will not renew its shot spotter contract and plans to stop using the controversial uh, gunshot detection system later this year. The system, which relies on an artificial intelligence algorithm and network of microphones to identify gunshots, has been criticized for inaccuracy, racial bias, and law enforcement misuse. Now, how can it, I mean, it just tells you where a shot comes from. Maybe the placement of the shot spotter. Maybe that's what it is. I'm not sure. Uh, an investigation of the technology detailed how police and prosecutors use shot spotter data as evidence in charging a Chicago grandfather with a murder before the judge dismissed the case due to insufficient evidence. Yeah. They said the shot spotter is used in roughly 150 cities. It expires on Friday in Chicago. The city plans to wind down the use of the shot spotter technology by late September. Chicago will deploy its resources uh, resources on the most uh, effective strategies and tactics proving to accelerate the current downward trend of violent crime. Unbelievable. I've never been a big fan of the shot spotter here only because they can't they never catch anybody. They just show up after the person has done the shooting and they're gone. But they say, oh, we're the first ones to get there. And we get there before any evidence is tampered with and all this stuff. That's what they say. But until Shot Spotter actually catches a criminal right there on the scene, I don't know. So uh, we'll see. I wonder if there's been any complaints here in Cincinnati about Shot Spotter. I don't think it has. I think we embrace 
shot spotter. We embrace it here. So, I don't know. They call it racially biased in Chicago. Hmm. I'm sure they Chicago gave the shot spotter a workout during its time, let me tell you. It worked that system to the end. That's for sure. Uh, you just heard on the news a few minutes ago about the uh, woman who testified against the blue ash man of raping her after they met on this uh, dating site called Hinge. You ever heard of that, Raven? Hinge? Okay, she's heard of it. You used it before? Okay. It was all right. Did you get a date from it? Yeah, I got a couple dates. <laughs> Nobody can hear you really. You're so low. Okay. I said, yes, I had a couple dates. Okay. They didn't go nowhere, but it was okay. <laughs> well, I don't know who would set up a date on Hinge and then go to the guy's house on the first date. Yeah, you don't do stuff like that. I mean, that, that that's just plain crazy. Northern Kentucky woman who said she was raped by a man she met on the dating app came face-to-face with him again. Brian Carr, 34, of Blue Ash, is charged with two counts of rape, two counts of sexual battery, felonious assault, and uh, gross sexual imposition in the case. They had met on a dating app called Hinge. After chatting on Hinge, Carr and the alleged victim decided to meet in person. The first meeting took place at his Blue Ash apartment, where they watched the Bengals game and kissed. Okay. All right. She admitted that they did talk about sex. And uh, the prosecutor said, did you agree at any point during the conversation to have sex on this date? The woman replied, no. Then the two ended up at a bar in Reading where the woman said she had a Long Island iced tea. They Long Island iced teas. If they mix it right, they can knock you back for a loop. Yes, they can have you thinking crazy. The next memory is waking up in his apartment, and I was being forced to perform oral sex, the woman said. And that that gets me. Uh, How can you be forced to do this? Just bite down, and you won't be forced anymore. They will will stop. You know, that's what I'm, I'm thinking. You know, what is this? I was forced to perform oral sex. Then she said she blacked out again. She said, the pain is what wakes her up pain. The next thing she feels is Brian Kerr grabbing her. And the defense attorney told a different story. Yeah. He says this was consensual sex between two consenting adults. Defense attorneys played a video of the alleged victim in a room with detectives at the Blue Ash Police Department. She can be seen scrolling through her phone. Defense attorney Jay Clark asked the woman if she was deleting messages in front of detectives. She said, yeah, I was. Deleting messages that you don't want them to see. The woman said the messages were ones uh, she sent to one of her girlfriends about she was having a good time with Carr at the bar. One of the messages was you were telling her that you were looking forward to hooking up with him. She said, I don't remember that message. <laughs> it is possible. She said, the alleged victim will we back on the stand today. Unbelievable.
So, yeah, ladies, if you set up a date, don't go to the guy's apartment on the first date. Jeez, unless you're really thirsty. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're really thirsty. Okay, I'll meet you at your place. Come on, women. You can do better than that. Some of my Facebook Live guys will go out with you, and uh, you don't have to go to their apartment. They just want to go out. <laughs> yes. Yes. So. How old was she? Uh, she was, let's see. She is, uh, let's see. Did they say? He's 34. I don't see her age here. He's 34. So she, I don't know. She sounds like she might be a little younger to go to his apartment on the first date. That's what it sounds like to me. It didn't give that her tracks. A, huh? I said that tracks because at 30, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm too old for that. Yeah, she sounds like she was probably younger. They didn't put her age up here. That would be some stuff that I might do in my, my early 20s. But yeah. even then, I can even admit, in my early 20s, I was also very insecure and very inexperienced. So I, 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 didn't, I wasn't out here in the streets like that. Yeah. So to something like that might not have registered at 22, 23 like it was yeah. with me sitting here at 30. So, yeah, they didn't mention her age for some reason. Her age is not me. But this guy's been in trouble before. Um, uh, he raped a girl in 2012. Um, somebody was watching TV. They saw his face. A young girl reportedly saw an article, screamed to her mother, I could have saved her. Oh, my God, I could have saved her. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's been in trouble before. Unbelievable. Well, they did impeach the uh, Homeland Security Secretary. But, I mean, nothing's going to happen because I don't think he's going to be convicted in the Senate. So he'll go back to business as usual. Uh, the Democrats took over um, that empty seat in New York, took over that empty seat that um, Santos had. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the Republicans fooling around with Santos, they lost the seat in the House. How about that? A Democrat defeated a Republican and... Uh, there you go. So the Democrats add a seat. Add a seat. Uh, Springfield, Springdale, Springdale Police Department getting a little creative, um, trying to retain its police force. You know, it's hard to keep police officers on forces now, on the police force nowadays. So they went to a, um, they're doing a 12-hour shift, which gives them more days off. Uh, they let them exercise for 45 minutes during their shift. And a host of other things. So, um, I don't know. Did we, I think that they, they did, are they still on 12 hour shifts here in Cincinnati? I don't know if they went back to eight or not. I'll have to ask Lisa Baker when she calls in, but I know we did have that. And I think, um, James Craig instituted the 12-hour shifts, if I'm not mistaken. And maybe they're back to eight now. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. 
I know they didn't want that. They were missing out on too many details with that 12-hour shift. (laughs) You cutting into my money. Yeah. But it seemed like you would be able to do more details with more time off. I'm not sure. We'll get the 411 from uh, Lisa Baker when she calls in. But uh, they're um, trying to hold on to the people that they have, which is not an easy job nowadays. Uh, Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey talk about the little incident they had during the Super Bowl. He says he likes fiery players like Kelsey, who wants to get in there and play. Says he he's not good at holding. He said he was off balance when because he really didn't push him that hard. But he if he, somebody bum rush you, you gonna be off balance. Well, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. That man, we knew that man was gonna get in trouble. Him well, and Taylor Swift is doing big things yeah. with the NFL right now. He yeah. is not getting in trouble for nothing. Well, he might get. They might do something Please. just to send a message. Please, you know. As soon as they say anything crazy to him, he gonna tell he gonna tell Taylor to stop coming to his games, and they are gonna be pissed. Uh, they got so much. He got the NFL by the nuts right now. <laughs> Somebody sent me an article, and it was fake news. This goes to show you how fake things can be. Um, Let's see. It's okay. This is a news story. Somebody says in an announcement. Now, this is fake. Let me tell you this. When you hear this, this is fake. In an announcement that rippled through the sports community, Travis Kelsey and Kansas City Chiefs standout tight end faces a a setback ahead of the uh, next NFL season. Not only has Kelsey been fined a staggering, get this. $10 $10 million. Now, you know that's ridiculous. And then they say he's also been handed a three-game suspension. This action stems from his intense sideline exchange with Chiefs head coach Andy, Andy Reid. Now, how fake is that? Now, you know damn well nobody is going to get fined $10 million. Where do they get this stuff from? Where does this stuff come from? Unbelievable. A $10 million fine. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, boy. Crazy, crazy. All right. We got to take a break, and then we'll come back. Christina, White Lion, and others. It's Valentine's Day. We might play a little love music along the way, here and there, to get you in the mood. Let's take a break, and then we'll come back. The Lincoln Ware Show, 1230. Mm. The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ. Lincoln, where with you? It's Wednesday. It's never too much. Never too much. All right, let's move along. Let's go downtown to the Crime Stopper headquarters and check in with my good friend Lisa Baker. How are you today? Good morning, Lincoln. Where? Good morning, listeners. Happy Valentine's yes. Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's. Yes, Day. I know, uh, Mr. Baker. It's got you all set up. You know, every day is Valentine's. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> I told him, I said, love, I'm good, I'm good, but we, we still went to breakfast. We still got some time in and, oh, okay. and had breakfast. Okay, so. well, that's good, that's good. That's, that's good. All right, uh, now, are you guys on eight hours or 12-hour shifts now? 
patrols both. I'm on oh, eight hours. Okay. However, the district patrol, they are on 10-hour shifts, Lincoln, 10 okay. hours. Okay. So they work like, it's pretty nice. They work like, um, let's say like a Monday through Thursday, so mm-hmm. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 10 hours. Uh-huh. And then they're off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Mm. And then they come back that Tuesday and work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Okay. And then off Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, then go. So it rolls. Okay, okay. Not bad. That's not bad. Not I, bad. I'm going to work on getting the Crime Stoppers program. On those, those <laughs> yeah, I, bet, I know you would love Monday that. Thursday. You, I thought you earned that already anyway. I don't talk about Lincoln. <laughs> 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 no, I don't have enough time to be off yeah. on a Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Sunday, it's, Monday. It seems that way but, to me. But I work I work that hard. How about that? Okay. Answering those 24-hour tips. You know, when a hot tip comes in in the middle of the night, my phone dings. Okay. And I look at it to see if it's something that I need to send to our fugitive apprehension team right away. And then you just roll back over and go to sleep. Then I just roll back <laughs> over. But that's not, that can't be on a Saturday, Sunday, <laughs> Monday night. Okay. All right. Whatever. Who are we looking for? <laughs> Who are we looking for today? So today we are talking about our most recent homicide. It's our sixth homicide of the year. And on February 13th, yet last night, about 9.45 p.m., District 2 officers, they responded to a report of shots fired in the 3500 block of Idlewild. When they got there, they did locate a person suffering from a gunshot wound. Fire company came, transported to the hospital, Shortly after the victim arrived at the hospital, he passed. Um, he was 25 years old, black male, D'Amico Nelson. And then we had reports that a second victim, and I think this is the second time this week, I think the um, the third homicide of the year on February 6th, we had a, it was a double shooting as well. But another victim uh, transported themselves to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries, injuries related to the shooting. All right. So our homicide unit is requesting anyone who has any information, any videos they want to drop off anonymously, uh, they can send it to our link. You can give us a call at 513-352-3040, or you can go on our P3 tips and just submit it anonymously right through the app. Now, did you hear that uh, Chicago is getting rid of their shot spotter? I didn't hear that. Yes, yes. what were they saying? A racial uh, bias, saying there's, you know, some bias and stuff going on there. Some kind of... That they only responded to... Uh, see, that, that it's it's not really understood why, but um, they're saying it's racially biased, and uh, um, they're going to put an end to it this summer. Oh, wow. When uh, the contract ends. I mean, it, it appears to be helpful here in, in our city in that, you know, sometimes we don't get the call yeah, right away. Right, right. So at least it dispatches officers to the area. To the area and you know, to look preserve for, evidence. If there's yeah. somebody shot and there's evidence yeah. around, yeah. Yeah, so that's right. interesting. We'll see. Thanks, All right, Lincoln. we'll talk to you. Bye. That's uh, Lisa Baker, Crime Stoppers, 352-3040, night or day. Even in the middle of the night, she gets the uh, ping on her phone. Yeah. All right, 513-749-1230. That's my number. Christina, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm well. How are you? I'm okay. What's on your mind? Well, I was calling about the case, the rapist on Hinge. Yes. 
I think the bigger issue is that this is how you, all people are meeting, especially young people. I yeah. know several people who are married and happily married with children from dating apps, yeah. but this guy is a convicted or he was charged with rape before. Yeah. Why is yeah. he allowed on that platform? Well, I see that's yeah, that, that's a good. Uh, maybe they need to do background checks on people that's to get exactly, on. Yeah. I, That's I exactly it. what's going on with the whole social media and everything, protecting yeah. people from, you know, that kind of violence and that kind of, um, you know, attack on, but on women and people in general. Even with that, what if the guy's never been convicted of rape, but he still has some other things in mind? You never go to a guy's apartment on the first time you meet the guy. You know what I mean? Well, you know, I heard you say that, and I thought, well, what do you do, go on a third date to his apartment? <laughs> well, I mean, date, I mean, still, I mean, at least to violate you what, what at you least want. one date so you can feel the guy out, you know, see how he is, see his, you know, temperament, his attitude. Maybe you can find out a little bit about the guy on the first date, and you well, might feel, a, a, you know, yeah. But yeah. just to show up at his apartment. This guy might be ready to tie you up and keep you there for a few days. You don't know. But that's the thing. That's the thing with, like, Hinge. You would think that they would have done a background check and maybe this person hadn't. Well, you're right. Yeah. I mean, if he had never been right. uh, convicted of an assault, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't but know. Or yeah. nine times out of ten, he might be just a normal person. But in his case, this particular case, which is yes. what's really happening, I mean, he he was already convicted, yeah. so he shouldn't have even, even been allowed on the platform. That's true. That's true. You're right about yeah. that. All right. Yeah, so, okay, thank you. Hey, boy, let me ask you, Christine, have you ever been out on one of those uh, <laughs> dates? <laughs> no, not my thing. It's not my cup of tea. But my cousin and his wife, they met through a dating app, and okay. they're happily married with a child, and I was at the wedding, and okay. we all love her, and it works for some people, but not for me. Okay. All right. You just, <laughs> you're so fine. You just walk down the street, and you get a date just like that. <laughs> all right, Christine. Okay. Thanks for your Have call. Have a good day. All right. Yeah, I don't need that dating app. I just walk down the street. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's take a break, and then we'll come back. 513-749-1230. Lincoln, we're with you. 1230, The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln, we're with you. And did you hear the story about the man? This, of course, this this didn't happen in the United States. This is in London. But a guy was too drunk to drive, so he called the police on himself. Yeah, an emergency dispatcher received an unusual call just before noon on Monday when the motorist reported. He was driving drunk and that he doesn't know uh, what he was doing. The man said he had a rough weekend. The man calls police to report that he is a drunk driver. Police said using the uh, British term for the offense uh, is not every day that this happens. A guy calls in on himself. 
When officers arrived, the 52-year-old man was in a van on the side of the road. A breath test revealed he was three times over the legal limit. He was arrested, held in custody, and released after being charged Tuesday with drunken driving. Let's see a guy like that. Because he's, he wasn't driving, he had pulled to the side. You got to let this guy go. I mean, you know, he called on himself, and he was pulled to the side. He did the responsible thing. If I'm a cop, I'm going to make sure he gets home okay, and we'll call it a day. Yes. That's what I would do if I were a cop. But, see, I'm not a cop. I know most people think I would be a mean, nasty cop. I would probably be a good cop. Not giving you a speeding ticket. Even if I pulled you over, I'd let you talk me out of the speeding ticket. Yeah. All right. White Lion, what's up? Man, Valentine's Day, man. I want to take a moment to say happy Valentine's Day to my two favorite ladies, uh, Miss Nettie and Pretty Voice Joyce. I hope you girls are having a great day today. Uh, I wrote a little poem, Lincoln, but I don't know if it sounds good. It probably, uh, if you think that it doesn't sound good, it probably does not sound good. No, no, hear me out, man. It's not okay. the best I've ever done. It was kind of just a moment ago. but So I got roses are red, violets are blue. Come here to the line, baby, and let me give you that woo-woo. You heard me? Oh, my God. Oh, you geez. know what I'm saying? I figured out what the woo-woo was, Lincoln. You were talking about it the other day. We was, <laughs> I had to figure out what it was, and now I know what it is. <laughs> hey, uh, okay, so let's talk about something, man. Uh, the, a video was just released the other day. Uh, uh, there was at that January 6th uh, riot. Yeah. Uh, there was a guy shooting a gun. He shot a gun. off. He was up on this pill, up on the, like, a... Uh, media stage, uh-huh. like scaffolding, and he shot a gun in the air, and come to find out, and this is, I'm not saying, uh, this is what I'm hearing, but he stabbed someone and killed someone. Do you know about this? I haven't heard that. Now, how do okay. you know this video but, is not fake? How do you know this is not a fake video? See, but nowadays- if you just look it up, man, I, all I ever ask from you, Lincoln, is to look these things up, I'm saying. Okay, so and, and the who, guy shoots a gun. Who is, okay? who is the guy, supposedly? Who was they the guy? They had this dude on video shooting a gun in the air. I, what, was he a MAGA person? Yes. Now, okay. hear me out. Let me finish. As a Donald Trump supporter, this man should be arrested, right? Yes. Okay. Why hasn't he been? Uh, maybe they can't find him. I don't know. Man. All right, man. Uh, did you see the new video about the police body cam from the supposed Marymont school shooting plot. Yeah, where they uh, let the guy go back to school. <laughs> yeah, but did you hear did you hear what they were talking about during that video? What were they talking? I didn't see I didn't uh, see the whole video. What were they talking okay, about? Well, what just, did they say? So in the video, the kid, you know, the dad's talking about how he's been having trouble with a certain kid up at the school. Uh the truth's about to come out, Lincoln. It's going to blow the roof off. You know what I'm saying? It's going to so, remember I told you the other day, I think it yeah. was Monday, right? That yes. something wasn't right about this? Yes, yes. Uh, now, how would I know all that? And then they released this video talking about how they're having problems with this uh, the, the hero. This is who it's about. It's about the hero. And the father? The father? Is he involved? What about the father no. of the hero? The dad, the, the father of the hero, is that who you're talking about? Yes, yes. No, he is not involved. That dude, Okay, listen, I, I know this dude, 
All right. Okay. Uh, he 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 ain't, he's not the smartest dude in the world, <laughs> right. which is cool. Whatever. Right. Right. He didn't you know seem like he nah, his elevator listen, went all the way to he, the top. But when he sat up there and he preached all this, like ah oh, God and God and Jesus, dude, that's that's BS, man. Yeah. That's that, that's not true. That that's not him. That is not the, the dude I knew. That is not the guy. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yes. Okay, so let me. In the end, it's gonna be the yeah. hero. It's gonna be the, the the goat. He's gonna be the villain in all this stuff. That's what that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm and hearing. So, how will the prosecutors save face after all the stuff that they've been Could doing? Could you imagine how embarrassing <laughs> that would be? Yes. Could because, you, I mean, do you know what I'm saying? No, you know what I mean, though. Because they have not mentioned that they arrested the guy on the other end of the text messages yet, have they? Uh, and don't you think that's a little weird? Yes, it is. It is. Six days later? What? It is. All right. Well, listen, man. Have a good day. Uh, everybody, have a great day, man. Everybody. I don't care who you are. Have a great day. It's Valentine's Day, Farrell. I don't know if we can celebrate it, but happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Have a great day and be safe. Thanks for your call. I mean, he might be on to something there. It does sound a little weird that uh, there's been no mention of this person's name or whether he's been arrested or anything like that. So I don't know. We'll we'll see. All right, 513-749-1230. That's my number. And I don't have any giveaways. I didn't have any giveaways this week. Did I, Raven? Did nobody mention anything? Um, but I've got I've got some pretty good stuff coming up though. Real soon, coming up in the next week or so. And we will let you know that. We will let you know that. So uh, we'll see. A couple other things. Uh, on my TV show, I'm going to have the uh, Dylan, uh, the guy from uh, did the roller skating. And the Usher uh, halftime performance. It's going to be on my TV show this weekend. So check him out. Yeah. He's going to tell us all about when he got that call from, from Usher and what it was like being on those skates out there in front of how many people did they say watched the uh, Super Bowl? A hundred and something million people, the highest watched TV program show ever. It topped the moon landing. Yeah, topped the moon landing. And would you give Taylor Swift any credit for those high numbers? Huh? I'm surprised they asked her to do the Super Bowl next year if she's still with Travis. So what now? I said I wouldn't be surprised if they asked her to do the Super Bowl next year if she's still with you Travis. You think so? Yeah, they might. They just might. Yeah. And he'll be there as a spectator. He won't be there playing. <laughs> yes. They're not getting back again. They're not getting back again. I'm telling you. The script is already written for the Bengals, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase to go back to New Orleans. They love them down there. And uh, that's where the Super Bowl will be. That's the script. They're going back home. Chase and Burrow in the Super Bowl. It's already written. 
At least that's what Chad Johnson said. <laughs> he said it's already the script is already written for the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl next season. I tell you, all these teams are everybody's stocking up. They're filling the holes, the gaps where they were weak this last season. It's going to be a tough year coming up. And I can say we got to get at least 14 games out of Burrow. He's got to give us 14. If we can't get 14 games out of him, it's no telling where the Bengals will end up. That's all we ask for, 14. Can you give us 14 games? And can you be healthy at the start of the season? <laughs> yes. This guy, you know, with somebody that does nothing in the offseason, you know, preseason, and still has a hard time getting on the field on the first game. I mean, the year before, his appendix. This past year, his calf muscle. And, you know, what what next? And then the year before that, it was his knee. He had the knee. I mean, geez. Can we get 14 games out of you? Can we do that? All right. We're going to take a break, and then we'll come back, and we'll take more of your calls at 513-749-1230. It's the Lincoln Ware Show, 1230 WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Buses on strike, gonna raise and fail. Lincoln Ware till 1 o'clock at 1. Shots! So Keeping it real! Keeping it real. All right, let's move along. 513-749-1230. Zarak, what's going on? Hey, hey. the most high and another day. Hallelujah. What's Halla- up with you today? Hallelujah. Uh, nothing's up. Uh Got an Amber Alert looking for a five-year-old kid up in the Cleveland area taken by the uh, uh, the foster mother. Isn't that something? Yeah, that's a trip. That is a trip. Hey, let me, uh, well, I called the Chiefs, right? That's half of what I said last week of based on now um, with all that red. It's the shoe-in. I ain't never seen it this easy to pick who's going to be the next president <laughs> in the United States in my life. Oh, jeez. Without voting, without voting, I'm, I'm predicting that the Republicans is a shoe-in because Biden, number one, is mine. That's all you hear about. He's old. He's not yeah. thinking correctly. Yeah. Yeah. His age big factor. Then you got the Chinese scandal that's going on with his family. About them being crooks well, in that well, see, area. Let me, let me tell you this. Hold on. See, that stuff about all those millions of dollars that supposedly the Chinese gave to Biden, where is that money? Well, they, they would have tracked that money down by now. Where are they hiding these millions of dollars that the Chinese supposedly 
is giving to Joe Biden and his son. Where is that money? Uh, uh, folks know where the money is. Oh, I mean, those guys up there in Washington, they make up kind of deals. Uh, you know, that, fast, how fast that the uh, landsman got. Is oh, that his name your, right? Your, your phone is going in and out. First of all, am I on the speaker? Or are you talking directly no, no, into the No, no, no. I'm I'm going in a bad area, probably. Okay. How is it now? Is it better? Yeah, it's better now. That landsman? Yeah. On city council. Landsman. Landsman is not on city council. He is a congressman. I know. I'm saying. Look how fast he jumped from city council to Washington D.C. He got to the money quick. Well, I mean, um, that's the next logical step. I mean, after council either state representative or uh, he, you know, he, he had great name recognition to run for Congress and uh, it was a great time to do it. Jew. Oh my goodness. Oh geez. What does that, anyway, what, what does anyway, that have to do with it? I just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah. Um, and here, here's the thing. Um, like I said, it's a shoe in for the Republicans. Showed us at the Super Bowl with all the red, every, oh. all this red well, both, man, blood everywhere. I mean, both teams, have red on their uniforms. What difference does that make? That didn't make any difference at all. So you're saying red I, means the Republicans got it. That's because it was so much red at the Super Bowl. I, I say it's a clue. And uh, I'm sitting back and I'm awake. My hunch is correct. And I think it is because, I mean, ain't going to win nothing and they definitely ain't going to promote Harris well, to be the front runner for the Democrats. Well, let me ask you this, Zarak. Why don't you vote and you might help the Democrats out? You don't even vote. It's like a vote for white is a vote for white oh, man, your phone everywhere. Your phone, your phone is killing me. Your phone I, I, is killing I'm me. Sorry, I'm sorry. Um, hey, it's, how is this? I'm going through a remote area, man. Yeah, well, it's just how, going in how, and out, in and out. Uh, all right, well, give me and an opportunity to call back worse. when I get a better Yeah, do that. Call okay. back because I want to ask you about you. You're doing all this predicting and all this stuff, and your ass don't even vote. That's okay. We can talk about it. I'll call you back. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, get to a better area. Because, see, it's people like Zarak that just, they irk me. You know, they, well, this going to be a shoe-in for the Republicans. And his ass don't even vote. But he knows so much about who's going to win and this and that. Wouldn't know what a voter registration form looked like if it hit him in the face. And he's doing some predicting. Negro, please. Let's move along. Twin, how are you? <laughs> you know, these cats, these cats kill me. No, they don't. They, they, it's Valentine's Day. They'll kill. He'll come up with a date. They'll be all right, huh? What's up? Hey, hey man. Yeah, man. Them sh- uh, shot spotters in the shot. Yeah. They should have been got rid of them, man. It's a waste of time. You know how they was popping people off up there, though, with the cameras that can see a block and all that. That's why we used to serve and everything. We used to be in the cut. Hey, man, get out the camera. Yeah. So the them camera things up there on that pole, they work good, uh, yeah. So I think they it's just a good, uh, good, good. Whoever came up with that idea and yeah. racist bias because they was pulling up, 
putting them all in a hood and everything. Well, yeah, that's no. Well, they normally go to where all the shootings occur. I mean, I wouldn't put a shot spotter in Hyde Park. <laughs> you know, why would you why waste money? You because how many gunshots have been fired in Hyde Park in the last Blinken, five gun years? Ain't got no time, man. Gun ain't got no time on it, man. They fire that thing, man. They fire that thing, man. They ain't got no time on no gun, man. They yeah, but controlling yeah, what time is go but shoot. You put them you where be, the gunshots occur. You put them where the gunshots normally occur in the areas where you get mo- most of the gunshots. So you wouldn't put a spot a shot spotter in. In Hyde Park. I know that sounds like, oh, because white people live there. But, I mean, there's no gunfire coming from there. It is what it is, man. They know what they was doing, just like they put the dope in the community. They know <laughs> what they were doing. I'm glad they got rid of them shot spots. That was Cincinnati need, though. They need cameras. Forget them shot yeah, spots. Yeah, they soon need somebody, Soon somebody gets shot and laid down, here come. they come late. Yeah. And all that. Hey, that rape, that dude with that rape. Yeah, man, it don't look it don't look too good for a little homie, man. You already got one on your background. Yeah. Now, if you ain't had one on your background, you probably would have beat that case. Yeah. Cause she ain't had no business coming up, especially on the first day. I know you really know. trying to get that monkey spank. <laughs> so, so why why would you go any common sense any women yes. women to tell you that? I don't know you from Adam and Eve. Yeah, why I, I gonna know. Come on, we can go out to eat. I mean, and going maybe to, down a week or two, you can get some of this monkey other than that. Yeah. You, we go meet at the Kroger's or somewhere, to the IHOP or somewhere. Yeah, I, so. I, I, I mean, you, you just that's just something. A man, first no, date man. on they, a they, they, dating app, and you end up at his apartment on the first night? Right. Then she tell me her neck hurt and she had neck pain. Yeah, you having lower sex. You don't put dummy all up oh, in you. Now your neck hurt. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, so boy. to each his own, man. My fault, huh? It's church <laughs> okay. and I'm doing this. My fault. All right. Be safe. Thanks for your call, Twin. All right, man. Okay. Oh, boy. Twin has a way of describing stuff that's unmatched. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, You had a child, uh, Darnell Taylor, five years old. Foster mother, Penny May, is 48 years old. And, um, Police said the 911 call was made by a man around 3 a.m. He told dispatchers his wife woke him up overnight and said something to him that made him believe that their foster child was hurt or in danger before leaving the house. I don't understand that one. Uh, anyway, so she's the car has been found up in the Cleveland area. They've got canine units out. And... Um, they're looking for him. Five years old. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, uh, we're going to take a break for news, and then we'll come back. 513-749-1230. Lincoln, we're with you. 1230, The
1230 WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln Ware. It's Wednesday, and yeah, a little bit of Michael Henderson and Norman Connors. Yeah. Uh, Vine Street Hill Cemetery Associating Association coming down. Okay, okay, that's right. And today's show is sponsored by the Vine Street Hill Cemetery Association in loving memory of all of our families on this Valentine's Day. So, uh, yeah, they're the 28 days, 29 days of black business, the Vine Street Hill Cemetery Association. How about that? I think that's located. Is that, I'm trying to figure out where, is that like between, uh, what's that, Whooper, Forest, that street? And then it's like coming south or north on Vine Street. There's a cemetery there where the KT's Dens used to be. I don't know. I'm thinking that's where it is. But we'll find out because uh, I guess they're coming in today. Yeah. We'll talk to them. All right. Avondale, Clifton. I don't know. I thought it was there's a cemetery right there on Vine Street. And I'm believing that's it. Right between Lincolnware Way and uh Forest and Hooper and where they those streets change there. I'm thinking that's where it is. All right. 513-749-1230. Lincoln, we're with you. And uh, Cincinnati launched their new program yesterday to help victims of violence long after their wounds are healed. And, okay, so somebody shoots you. Probably you're involved in some shady stuff. Most of the times when those people get shot, it's in retaliation for something they've done or something like that. It's in innocent bystanders get shot a lot of times also. I don't think the innocent bystanders are going to need the help that they're going to provide. The innocent bystanders, they, you know, they just want to get their head clear and get back out there and hope they don't get shot again on a humble. But um, some of these victims, guess what? They get shot, they go to the hospital, they get out. Guess what? They end up right back there again. They get shot again. And so now they want to have a longer-term relationship over months where they can work with families and individuals uh, who might need help in order to move forward. Yes. And uh, they want to provide the best possible support and the opportunity for them to straighten up their lives and move on. Do you think this is going to work here in Cincinnati? They're working with children's and UC, and um, they say as many as 45% of gunshot victims get hurt again in the future, and that's what they're trying to prevent. But can you, over half the people, almost half the people, end up back in there again? And so they, I guess they're going to try to work with them. Give them all the support they need, mental health support and everything. 
So, uh, you know, even after their injuries heal, they got issues going on. They've got issues. And apparently this is one of the first uh, programs like this in the country. So everybody will be watching this. The program to help victims of violence long after their physical wounds heal. So uh, we'll see. We've been on the front line collectively together for the past 20 something years. And every year it gets worse. That's what Iris Rowley said. I think the city has done an exceptional job learning those lessons, listening to the community around equity, transparency and accountability and uh, policing, because we cannot just police our way out of this. And the program is funded by a $600,000 grant. Yeah. So they're hiring a person to oversee this whole thing. And the person is not from here. And that kind of scares me a little bit. When they're not from Cincinnati and they come in and try to work with, you know what I mean? Cincinnati is a strange place. They don't warm up to outsiders very easily, the people here in Cincinnati. So I thought maybe they would award it to somebody from Cincinnati to oversee this thing, but they didn't. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But it sounds like it's something that needs, we need a program like this. Because these cats, I mean, if you get shot, you're out there on the streets, you get shot, you go in the hospital, they treat you, and you're right back out there, and boom. Nothing. No help. You're just back where you came from. And that's why 45% of them end up right back in there again. That's exactly why. There's no follow-up with these people. And so now there will be. Mental health help and finding them a place to stay. All kind of stuff going on. So we'll see how this program works. We will see. All right. Are you in a better place to talk, Zarak? Yes, I am. Okay. Better now? Yes, much better. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Now, as I was saying Uh, to you before you hung up, you're predicting who's going to be president, talking about all the red at the Super Bowl. It's going to be Republicans, and your ass don't even vote. Yeah, well, I mean that don't mean that I can't observe and uh, uh, yeah, but, deal. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. Why? I mean, why don't why don't you participate instead of standing back observing? Participate. You, you thinking where? Let's be honest. Why should we yeah. continue to vote for white supremacy when oh, they God. when they oppress us enough? Okay. You know what I'm saying? You know, and that's why I don't vote, because of that. Now, that's not to say that I can't observe what white supremacy is doing when they put it in my face and make a call on it. One other thing about this uh, whole thing about that Super Bowl. Yes. There's a video going around when Patrick Mahomes 
well, I think it was like maybe a minute, 40 some seconds left in the game. Mahomes, He yes. scrambles. Uh-huh. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it, but he scrambles and what? I saw the game, so evidently I he, saw the scramble. He scrambles after he throws. The first play was a pass to Kelsey. He gets the first down to the 35. Yeah, I saw that. The next play, okay, next play is a pass and Mahomes scrambles. And it's first and ten at that point, but he only scrambles to get four yards, and next play, they first and ten. Okay. Did you think that was pretty well, odd, a bad thing? To, I mean, and it's all going around the Internet wait, did, about that play. I thought he got the first down when he scrambled. No. No, he didn't. Okay, he I was don't. like six yards short. Uh, I'll have to go back and I think I, I might have deleted that already. I hope I didn't, but but it's all I, on the internet. It's, it, it's it's all the buzz. And so, what did oh. the announcers say? They all said first and ten. Okay. Even the graphics under under the uh, you know where you got the score and the minutes left in the I game. I remember that and, play, and it, I think it was a first and ten. It was real close, but he made it. No, he didn't. He made like four yards, and he still had six to go. Oh, wait. And they gave him a first down, first and ten. It had to be a flag. It's something missing from this. Something is missing. All the buzz. All the buzz is about that play. And it's the same people who said uh, 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 she was going to announce, Taylor Swift was going to announce she was backing up Biden at the Super Bowl. It's probably those same people who are saying this. Oh no no no! It's 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 all kinds of people talking Look, about this. There's no but, way that something that glaring would just slip by like that. Are you kidding me? That didn't no, happen. I, and, I, I, and I, don't hey. you think one of the coaches <laughs> would have thrown a a red? Were they in the overtime? They weren't. Were they in the overtime? Yeah, this was they the would have called it from upstairs. Yeah. You can't throw a flag in overtime. They look at every play. So come on. I'm telling you, it, it 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 it's all the buzz. It's all the buzz, oh. and 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 um, also, man, it's so much stuff coming uh, see, out now. Yeah, see, you conspiracy guys, the very guys who don't I'm vote, not. who don't vote, buying all this conspiracy stuff. You guys, I'm, that you're brainwashed. They have brainwashed well, you. Okay. Oh, I'm if so you say, oppressed. If you say, um, I'm oppressed, and oh Lord, woes hey, me. Nobody no. knows the trouble I've seen. <laughs> I can't vote, Massa. Hey, I ain't gonna vote, hey, but go ahead and hey, keep Lincoln. oppressing me. Come on, you guys are if crazy. If I'm if I'm if I'm brainwashed, you are too, because we was brought up under the system that put everything in our head that we walk, talk, and see and do. So. If I'm somehow, you somehow that was a, all of us are No, somehow that was a fork in the road, and you went the wrong way. You went the other way. Uh, uh, no, no, <laughs> yeah. no. I didn't go the other way. There was a fork I'm in the road. I'm here just like you are. I'm here just like you are. We all, we both trying to make it through this thing and called you, life. You went, you took a different path. I that, did take a different yeah. path, uh-huh. and the path I took was from my Experience now was the best path because it's not crowded with a lot of people on that path. That's how you know right. you're on the right I path. I know. Gotta, uh, if there's not a lot of people on that path, maybe you better three things. Everybody, why is everybody going that other way? Maybe I'm going the wrong way. 
Yeah, because the road to uh, a dead end is filled with a lot of traffic. A lot oh, of traffic please. is on the road. That makes no sense that at Most all. people travel, but no. the road I'm on, it's a, it ain't it's, that many people. It's the road man, to hell. That's good. You on the road to hell? No, I'm on the road to life, but the road to hell is traffic on it, and it's a <laughs> bunch of traffic on it, and. It's crowded. Zarak, I got to go. Thanks for your call. Yeah, he yeah, he took the wrong way. <laughs> and I guess the uh, Kansas City police have asked Taylor Swift not to come to the um, parade today. I think the parade is today, I believe. Yeah, in Kansas City. They've asked her not to show up because last year they had like a million people and they could barely keep control. And they say if she shows up, it'll be out of control. And I don't even think she was going to be able to make it in. She's supposed to be in Australia coming up here in the next few days. <laughs> uh Somebody said, Lincoln, I thought you said all the long-winded callers called in on Monday. They did. And then they called back Wednesday, every other day. Blade, how you doing? What's going on? <laughs> What's up? Hey, um, I noticed that you got a okay. Do you have your radio on? Hebrew brothers that call you. Do you have your radio on or something? I'm hearing a... Like I'm hearing myself a second later or something. Turn your hearing aid down. No, you you turn your whatever speaker or whatever you got down. Now continue. Yeah, I noticed that all them cultists, he Hebrew brothers that think they have been taught Hebrew, yeah. but they really black Jews, cultish gang, and they all are long winded. Talking a lot and saying nothing. And I noticed none of them have a woman. What's going on? How do you know they don't have a woman? They never talk about them. That don't mean they don't have one. If they never talk, you could tell, you could tell a cat that don't have a woman because they, they're not balanced. They always call. How long the Zorak, yeah. named after some whiskey, been calling you talking that same old, same old? Him and the other, the well, other one. Well, yeah. Um, the call, call yesterday. What's his name? Uh, Mustafa? No, not Mustafa. Uh, Uliah. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, Eli. Yeah. You, now, you, now, Eli. Now, Eliah may not have a woman. Now, you might be right about that. <laughs> but they only read half of the book. They only in in half of the book they read it only in a couple pages. Uh, is this sad? Mm-hmm. Hey, um, let me ask you something. If somebody boycott the game? But talks about the halftime. Ain't the halftime part of the game? Yes, yes. So how how can you separate the halftime from the NF uh, the Super Bowl? You, you can't. You can't. That's why I, I keep telling people. But they said they stand for they boycott and they and and they bet they boycott stand even though they yeah. analyze the Super Bowl. Yeah. Ain't that hypocritical? Yeah, that is. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to figure out why people up in Cincinnati uh, think they're so smart. Didn't you have um, 
uh, a bootleg uh, lawyer call you? It was a Marquetta. She got her law degree now. <laughs> yeah. What what the hell is going on up there, man? I have no idea. Something in the water. Something in the water. All but right. You make you make these people famous. Peace out. Thanks for your call. Unbelievable. Is he looking into the mirror as he talks? <laughs> yes. Look at the man in the mirror. Let's take a break. We'll come back. 1230, The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ. Lincoln, where with you till one o'clock? Does it get any better than LTD? Yeah. All right, Lincoln, where? And um, see, we've got guests coming up a little bit later on. And yeah, I watched the most uh, FBI and the one lone black guy. <laughs> In the in the little office they have there to try to track down people, you know he's on the computers and doing that. One black guy, and he gets killed. Of all the white folks in that room, they killed a black guy off. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> yes. Oh boy. And Elijah, I thought I hung up on Elijah yesterday. I'm thinking that we were talking and I just did I, I I don't think I told him he could call back today. I don't think I did. I don't think I did. And he tried to sleep, sneak back in. But um, no, no black people on blue bloods either. Uh, yes. There have been some stories with, I, I don't think there's any regulars. There's no regular black person that appears on Blue Bloods. You might be right about that. There's a Hispanic. But, um, yeah, I don't think so. But some of the, you got to look at some of these shows. They, they, they have agendas, I do believe. Why the uh, African show canceled. Um. What's a- Apachola? What is it? Apachola? Somebody loves Apachola. They canceled that show. But the other show stayed. So I don't know. But they did keep Neighborhood. <laughs> so the Neighborhood stays around. That's good. That's a pretty good show. I, I didn't start off watching Neighborhood, but it's it's pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they killed off the one lone FBI agent in the office there. And who will replace him? They did a big salute to him at the end. They did a big, you know, put his picture up. They had a little drink over him. But uh, I'm saying, why you have to kill the 
the one black guy off. And uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Let's go ahead and take a break. I'll get my guest in here. And we got the Dukester coming up also. And uh, we'll talk about the uh, uh, Vine Street Hill Cemetery. Yes. All right. Let's take a break. 1230. The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln, we're with you till one o'clock this afternoon, and coming up at one, none other than Al Sharpton. And uh, today's show sponsored by the Vine Vine Street Hill Cemetery Association, in loving memory of all the families on this Valentine's Day. And in the studio with me, uh, Dr. Keith Allen is with us. And uh, Dr. Allen, welcome to the show. How are you? Good, move, sir. move into that mic a little bit. And uh, tell us a little bit about the Vine Street Cemetery. And it's located right there at Forest, between Forest and Whooper and Lincoln Ware Way along that little stretch there on Vine Street. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Well, thank you for having me on today, sir. Uh, the cemetery actually has been established since Originally, it was a German cemetery, uh, evangelical cemetery, Protestant, um, and it started in 1849. 1849? 1849. Okay, so uh, so how did it move from German to to a lot of black folks up there now? Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. I don't have all of the history, Uh but I do know we are serving um, all types of families, uh, different races and from all walks of life. Okay. Now, and and you probably, a lot of times people call you, want to bury their loved one there, and they don't have the money to buy the plot, mm-hmm. and uh, you always tell people what? Well, unfortunately, we have to have everything paid before we go right. forward. Right, and people need to go ahead and pay for that in advance, or yeah, exactly. they can get a policy or something like that, can't they? Exactly. They can actually do a pre-need, and we can um, even finance it up to five years, very, very low interest rate. Okay. Okay. Yes, okay. And uh, they just make monthly payments, and then when it's done, it's done. And when you die, they don't have to uh, go on and you know and go on a website and try to have a GoFundMe page and Fly all that fish stuff. And all of that. Yeah. No, yeah. Sir, you're right. Now, uh, a lot of cemeteries been having problems keeping them up and everything. Uh, you have you had any problems with that over there at Vine Street? We're moving in a new direction. Okay. We, you know, there has been some change in management. We have a, a brand new general manager that's been there in place about a year, and that's Lisa Stolfer. And uh, at this point, I've been there just shy of a year, and so we're we're mm-hmm. moving in a different direction and and trying to make sure that you know the family's investment is well kept up and yeah, well yeah. taken care of. Okay. And cuz when I first saw that cemetery, I thought it would belong to Spring Grove for yes, some sir. reason. People think you know if you go over the hill there, you're almost at Spring Grove, and I thought they owned that cemetery. A lot of people call us and argue and say, we're at Spring Grove, and I said, no, you're not at Spring Grove. Really? <laughs> you're Are Bond you Street. <laughs> yes, sir. Jeez, okay. <laughs> now, what's unique? What's one of the unique features uh, uh, at the Vine Street Hill Cemetery? Well, we have several, Lincoln. Um, we have uh, a, a, a total section that is all designated for the veterans and their spouses, oh, just okay. as a small thank you for the service that they have um you know, committed to mm-hmm. us, and uh, there's a discounted price or a, a special price, I should say, mm-hmm. and it looks right over I-75. Beautiful okay. land. Okay, that's for veterans. Yes, okay, sir. so I've, I'm sure a lot of veterans probably didn't know about that. Didn't no. know anything about that. That's right. Okay, that's right. We're, and uh, so, what's the number over there, and how can people call you if they want to 
go ahead and get that maybe that pre-need uh, insurance done and get it financed and make small monthly payments for five years. They'll be good to go. Yes, sir. Actually, the phone number is 513 area code 281-1035. And my email is family at vinestreethillcemetery.net. Okay. And the people, they can lock in at today's prices. Once you get the pre-need, uh, you can lock in at today's prices and you'll be good to go. And uh, uh, quarterly workshops are available. And think, what, what do you do at the workshops? The workshop, we're just basically educating the community about why should they pay for a pre-need? Why should they select the mm-hmm. cemetery spot at our cemetery? And um, just educating them quarterly on insurance questions, estate planning, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And can we get to some numbers? Because people probably think it's more expensive than it is. What is like the monthly payment, the average monthly payment to get a plot uh, for your burial? Sure. And we have several different options. You can. Do, it's basically four components to do a burial. That's the ground, the space, or the mausoleum. Mm-hmm. We can also do... Um, Cremation niche, if they're interested in that. Um, we have the the other component would be the vault and the headstone. Okay. And we can do a four component for under $5,000. Okay. Maybe okay. $50, 60 $70 a month. Somewhere okay. in that Okay. Niche. Okay. And if you just wanted just a plot of land, just to put a little small headstone there, what would that run you? Just, you know. You're looking at about $1,500 for the land alone, yeah. Lincoln, and mm-hmm. uh, under $1,000 for the headstone. Install. Okay. Taxes everything. Okay. All yes, right. I t- see, the people, and like I say, easy monthly payments, and you got it done. When you die, you don't have to worry about people uh, trying to collect money to bury you. you. We see that so many times. People, they call the station on a daily basis wanting me to announce somebody, and they got a GoFundMe page. And I'm saying, you know, people need to look ahead. Absolutely. They need to look ahead. Look ahead. Are you seeing more cremations now? It's about 50-50 now. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. And it's done very nice, decent and in order. Very okay. nice. Now, how does it t- explain that to me? Well, we will do uh, a cremation after the person has been obviously cremated. Uh, you can do it either on your own with your family at a mm-hmm. private vigil, mm-hmm. or you can have the funeral home bring your loved one's cremated remains to the cemetery mm-hmm. and have a graveside service or interment. Really? Yes, okay. sir. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, 50-50, say, pretty much. It, it is. People are starting to do that nowadays. Uh, the, you know, it's, I don't know. Uh, so uh, you 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 deal with funeral homes like Walker Funeral Homes, and you guys have a relationship. and uh, Absolutely. They, we deal with multiple funeral homes throughout the city, and, you know, we all work together doing mm-hmm. this, trying to accomplish the same goal, yeah. and that's to take care of the family ultimately. All right, Vine Street Hill Cemetery with Dr. Keith Allen. And uh, uh, thank you for being part of the 29 Days of Black Business here on 1230 The Buzz. We appreciate you coming by, and uh, uh, good luck at the Vine Street Hill Cemetery, folks. Give that phone number and website address again. Area code 513-281-1035, and my email personally is family at vinestreethillcemetery.net. All right, and give that phone number once again. Area code 513-281-1035. All right, thank you for joining me this morning. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, sir. Uh, no problem. All right, let's go to the Dukester, find out what's cooking. <laughs> what's cooking at the Dukester today? Hey, good morning to you, Lincoln, and happy Senior Citizen Day, Buzz listeners. It's Wednesday, February the 14th. 
Lincoln, I want to give a special shout-out to Dimples and the Socialites for having their Super Bowl event here last Sunday. And, boy, did we have a ball. And they'll be back this Saturday night as we present our evening of live jazz featuring the Jazz Renaissance Band. That's right, Saturday, February the 17th from 7 to 10. You can enjoy live jazz at its best at the Dukester. Admission is only $5. There'll be plenty of food, and the best thing about this is that it's BYOB, and you know what that means. For more information, you can hit me up at 561-2300. Now, the Dukester's menu for today is our barbecue chicken with fried apples, green beans, and corn. Or check out our tender meatloaf with gravy, rice, and mixed vegetables. We're also featuring our barbecue rib tips with macaroni and cheese, collard greens, and cornbread. Our pick for today, Lincoln, is our grilled or deep-fried cod fish with smothered cabbage and candied yams. And seniors, don't forget about your $4 discount today at the Dukester. Have a blessed day, everybody. We'll talk at you later, Lincoln. All right, that's the Dukester right there in the Summit Plaza on Reading road check him out all right 513-749-1230 uh you just heard vine vine street cemetery and yeah you pay for it in advance and don't put your family you know under pressure to get you buried and a lot of people are saying hey i'm just gonna get cremated me i'm, I'm thinking about donating my body to science I got the papers and everything. I just got to fill them out. I, yes, I did. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be put in a cold ground. And I'm not going to rise from the dead. Jesus is not going to come back and everybody's going to rise up. And there's not going to be any of that stuff. So, hey, I think I'm just going to donate this body to science. They could probably learn a lot about the human body with this body. I got the papers. I did. I called them up. They sent me the papers. I just got to fill them out and sign them. Yes. Think I'm going to do that. All right. Miss Nettie, how are you? Oh, greetings to you from beautiful Lincoln Heights. And I want to give honor out to Lee Cole to Ron Burks and to Hattie Burks. They are all, well, they both are buried over there. At the Vine Street Hill Cemetery? Yes, they are. All right. Uh, and I want to say this to you. To the First Lady of Walk and Talk, Sharon Ware, and to Raven Mundy on the ones and twos, and to the real Terrence Howard. And I want to say happy Valentine's Day to everyone that believes in it. Okay? And that's all I got. And Melvin, do you want to, you got anything to say? <laughs> he probably doesn't, Miss Nettie. Come on. Let's say tell hello, him, Lincoln. Tell, tell him I said hi. Okay. Say happy Valentine's Day to you. <laughs> Don't you start no mess with me. <laughs> Lincoln, you need to behave. Don't make me call first lady. Oh, boy. All right. Yeah, I will. And you have a blessed and beautiful day, and I'm listening. All right, Miss Nettie. And today, Bob Marley comes out today. And what uh, did uh, Mr. Mr. Melvin give you your Valentine's gift? I got me one thing, a box of candy with four pieces in it, Uh and I got me a cord, and I got him a cord. Okay. Is that nice? That's very nice. All right. You have a blessed and beautiful day. Life and life, remember this, life is like a box of chocolates. All right. You never know what you're going to get. You, you need to behave. <laughs> Happy Valentine's that. Day to everyone, right. okay? Thanks for and your call, Miss Nett. That celebrates it. And I'm going to listen some more, okay? All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for your call. All right. 
Uh, yeah, when I say the Vine Street Hill Cemetery, it reminds me of an old cowboy movie where they had the uh, Boot Hill Cemetery. Remember that? The Boot Hill Cemetery? When I say Vine Street Hill Cemetery, it reminds me of that cowboy show. I can't remember which one it was, but it was a cemetery on one of those cowboy movies called the Boot Hill Cemetery. I remember that. Uh, three D.C. police officers wounded in a shooting. And I think they've got the suspect, suspect barricaded now. And, uh, man. People, I tell you, and they were just uh, showing up for an animal cruelty arrest. (laughs) Yeah, animal cruelty arrest. They were just showing up for that. And they ended up being shot and they got the suspect, suspect barricaded. And it's unbelievable. Defense Secretary uh, Austin is back at work. Out of the hospital. And back at work. And that's always good to hear. We're always glad when Austin is back at work. Man, he's had a tough time. He's had a tough time. But I hope he gets better. And um, I think he's the perfect person to be Secretary of Defense. He's been a military man. Uh he was a, I think he was a four-star general. And he had to get a special waiver because he wasn't away from the military long enough that's required to be the Secretary of Defense. You have to be out of the military for so long. And he, he didn't meet that time frame, but they managed to give him a waiver, and he was in. And let's hope he can keep that job because the Republicans are coming after him. They want him out of there. Normally, when they want you out, you're doing something good. You're doing something good. All right, uh, let's take a break, and then we'll come back. 513-749-1230. Lincoln, we're with you. 1230, The Buzz. WDBZ. Does it get any better than Natalie Cole on a Valentine's Day with love on her mind? I don't think it gets any better. 1230 WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati. Lincoln, we're with you. want to thank uh, Dr. Keith Allen uh, from the Vine Street Hill Cemetery stopping by here today and uh, dropping information on us about the Vine Street Hill Cemetery. Cemetery, yes. But I did. I thought that was part of Spring Grove. I really did. But I thought, I okay, Spring Grove is just growing. They're all the way over here now. 
And he says, people call. I'm at Spring Grove Cemetery. And it's not Spring Grove Cemetery. Now you know. Now you know. All right. 513-749-1230. Lincoln, we're with you. I swear, I could have sworn I talked to him yesterday. But I guess it was Monday. I don't remember you talking to Marcus. Okay. Marcus Jenkins, how you doing? All right, brother. How you feeling? I'm feeling all right. Hey, man, did you see that... Uh thing yesterday where they talking about all hands on deck for the kids. Uh, what do you mean? All hand- oh, you mean uh, the city? Yeah. They yeah. had they think talking about they had all hands yeah. on deck for the kids that yeah. were getting in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Well, what did you think about it? Well, you got to try something. I don't know whether it's going to work or not, but you got to try something. Till it, you got to throw things up on the wall and see what sticks. Not when the parents aren't involved. Did you see any parents out there? Well, I mean, that was a press conference. Why, why were there any parents? I mean, it was a press conference. And right. The parents don't get involved until their kids are shot. And that's when the parents and all the doctors and the the services and all that become involved. They don't want them to come back again. They want them to put them on the straight and narrow. So you're saying that. If you do some pre-shot things like send truant officers and, uh, you know, just say you took 50 police officers and you made them truant officers and they were dedicated to, you know, some of the problem schools because the, the brother with, you know, Don is doing such a great job. It's, it, it's ridiculous. Well, but he, well, I mean that depends on who you ask. Now, if you ask yeah, the chief, but, if you ask the chief, maybe not so much. I don't know. And that guy, that eighteen-year-old, did he go to Don High School? Yeah, but that's your. You got to look at his program. I like his program. Fact. I like what right. he's doing. I like what he's doing. But you, you know, everybody's not going to be perfect at your school. But right. I so like the job Lincoln, he's doing. I'm, I'm, can I can I get in here? Uh, yes, you can. Okay, so what you do is you take the fifty police officers and you send like five of them to uh, his schools where he has a problem at. I mean, you think about all the money that we waste in Cincinnati on these BS and programs. What would be the problem with granting this man five to ten uh, officers over there? to help him out, you know. And then what they'll do is if they'll start checking out the whole situation. They'll well, go visit the parents. Well, first of all, the police department does not have five to ten officers spare. The, 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 I, I, don't, I think the school resource officers, aren't they paid for by the schools? Don't the schools pay them instead of the police department? That comes out of the school's money, right? Am I correct? Uh, yes, Lincoln, but what I'm conveying to you is with all the BS and programs that throwing millions at, you're going to tell me we can't spare, you know, uh, 50 police officers? And then, the you, you know, your your ROI is right there. You're not, you, if you catch them before they become criminals, you save money all the way. The hospitals don't have to write off stuff on their taxes, the the, all these other services aren't needed, and you can send some of that money to him because he's taking—he's he, basically taking 
students and really giving them some. The problem today is well, these now, kids. Actually, he's taking a lot of the kids that he's getting have been kicked out of CPS right. uh, probably for doing bad things. So he's automatically he's starting off behind the eight ball with these kids that he's getting in most cases. Would you agree? Right, and that's why I'm telling you, you you should have a dedicated force to him because he's a man that's taken on the problems, but you got to give him the foundation to deal with it. If you have uh, plenty of truant officers dedicated to him, he could go check. They can go check out the house. They could go uh, get the landlord involved, Metropolitan Housing. Whoever okay. the landlord. Okay, hold on. SROs are paid for by the city, not not the school. The city, uh, the uh, city of Cincinnati Police Department pays for the SRO officers. So uh, there you have it. But I just don't know how many extra they would have to pay. I don't think. I, I just don't think they would allocate putting them in charter schools at this point. The way the government is set up, I don't think they 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 would do that. He's got his own police department anyway. He's got his own officers. I saw a guy Lincoln. from the Don School down at Fountain Square almost looked like a police officer. Had badge on and everything. Yeah, but they're security people. We're talking about somebody that can take it to the next level. You could, If you're having problems, you could call this truant officer. They could go visit the parents. If the parents aren't involved, you could go. They go to the landlord and say, "Look, this is what's happening in your property. We need to get this woman or this man involved." You make it sound so they, easy. First of all, it is Lincoln Cincinnati Public Schools. They've got a, a, a person. They they've added people to call parents when their kids don't show up at school. They've added that. See, Lincoln, feature. you keep you keep going back to what won't work. I'm telling you what will work. How, how do you know it will work? If it hasn't been implemented yet, how do you know it will work? Because it worked in the past. Remember we had the truant officers? The the kids today are a whole lot different than the kids from yesterday. It's a whole different ballgame. No, they they are are not. Yes, they they are. are. Y'all use that as an excuse. They're the same kids. No, they're not. Marcus. Yes, they are. They're the exact same kids, Lincoln Ware. And if you had truant officers making them parents get off their asses and do what they need to do. Or if the parents need help, you have a parent that's involved and need help, then a truant officer could be there to assist that parent. But right now, if you if you had a PTA meeting at uh, one of these schools, you may get one or two parents, and that's it. Taking care of your kids, they send their kids to school to be rid of them. And especially with... The, what this man has to deal with. Well, all I got to say is I like what he's doing. I like the fact that he brought right. buses. I he, love what he doing, he man. Wanted, he Good wanted man. To, he wanted to start the the uh, uh, start his own bus system. He bought buses, and uh, maybe they didn't check with the state and get a full understanding of how those buses had to be. I have no idea what he's going to be able to do with those buses at this it's point. It's simple. Can I tell you a simple solution? Yes, you can. All he got to do is start his own private uh, service, right, that's different from the school. And it'll basically be like, you know, how they run around and pick up people and take them to appointments? Yeah, but they can't have but so many people on those. Uh, uh, but, you know, you're talking about a van service. Like, if you got a bus, that 
put you in a whole new category with the state. And those buses, he's got to have you, lights. That from? He's got to have lights. He's got to have yellow color. They got to be yellow and everything because of the size of them. Lincoln, where if you have a like uh, you go rent a uh, Greyhound bus. Same damn thing, no, Lincoln. Come no, on, man. No, Stop trying to make It's not the same damn thing. If, if, it, if it holds so many people, you got to have a yellow bus with flashing lights and a sign and all that stuff on the bus, according to state law. I haven't seen a Greyhound bus with yellow lights. And- I haven't seen a Greyhound bus picking people up either. Have you? Yes. Where? They pick them up all over the place. If Where? You, when you are, if you were like in the country, a Greyhound bus would stop about every oh little gosh. town and pick up somebody. Those are regular people, not school children. Lincoln, where? Come on, man. Oh you, you, you're trying to make it. I'm giving you simple solutions. No, you're giving me bull s. I wish I could say what you're giving me. That's what you're giving me, Marcus. I got to go. Thanks for your call. I'm not going to. Let's take a break for news. 1230, The Buzz.